Hi, my name is Clarence Rick Napier, the CEO at 321BizDev, located in California. And the title of this podcast episode is The Why and How of 321BizDev. So as 2021 is close to its end, I get interesting feedback and curious indirect questions about why I started 321BizDev. This blog article and the connected podcast episode will explain the why and how of 321BizDev because curious minds want to know. The primary reason why I started 321BizDev were because the primary reasons why I started 321BizDev were because I was failing in my self-employment activities. And plus I have a long history of being a Mr. Fix-It. Transitioning from corporate America to full-time self-employment had some bumps in the road. Most of it was good until the California economy changed in 2007 to 2009, 2010 due to the real estate and mortgage crisis. In California, the worst salesperson could make money because there was so much money, so much discretionary income in their hands. And some of it was because these home prices were increasing uh, unrealistically to high levels. So people were cashing out and buying boats, buying cars, taking trips, buying second homes. I mean, it was the, the life uh, out in California between like 1999 and 2006. But in 2008, things changed where small business owners saw money withdraw from the economy faster than a man running out of a courthouse who was finally found not guilty you know, after the man was in prison for 20 years. In 2009 to 2011 and maybe 12, my salesmanship shortcomings surfaced when I had to actually engage contacts and prospects in meaningful ways, but I was unable to. That's when I found out what I didn't know, I really, really didn't know when uh, things were happening here in California. But the most striking revelation and signs that there were major sales problems were the impacts of traditional small business owners not having a good handle to find new clients. Auto repair shops, CPAs, attorneys, dentists, real estate brokers, hair salons, AC and heating companies were struggling to generate new business. After the smoke was clearing from the California real estate and mortgage crisis, Californians' finances had returned to pre-hyped real estate boom times where people needed to have cash to make purchases. And you know what happens when people stop using their credit cards and they just have to rely on cash? That slows down the economy, which is not a bad thing. I'm just saying that for six to seven years, California consumers were using credit. They were using home equity as ways to, to buy things that they probably could not buy if they were just using cash. Now, I found a close validation about sales challenges when my two dentists, back-to-back, -back, went out of business 
around 2012 to 2013 because they could not find new patients. But it was the last business week of December 2012 when I met a Roseville, California CPA. Before the Christmas holidays, I was calling CPAs to discuss helping them find more clients. And I contacted this Roseville, California CPA, and we met the last business week of 2012. The CPA asked me a startling question. The CPA asked me this one question, which opened the door to starting 321 BizDev. He said, Rick, how are you able to pick up the phone to call business owners to talk about your consulting services? I've been a CPA principal for almost 30 years, and I have never been able to pitch my CPA practice cold turkey to others. And that's how he ended the conversation about he was never able to find his own customers. This is when it dawned on me that technical expertise and professional certification have very little to do with finding new clients. Just look at the scenario I just described. I was a 49-year-old black male calling a 59-year-old white male CPA in an upscale Sacramento area community to meet about helping this experienced CPA find clients. The mood in Roseville was, there is never a problem in Roseville because everyone is so successful. A little of what I'm describing is salespeople are often overwhelmed by the perception that things are perfect for small business owners and the salesperson's services will not be needed. Salespeople get call reluctance, which is they're not going to you know, make the phone calls, or call avoidance, which they, put, they purposely put themselves you know, out of uh, the capability of uh, not making phone calls. Like, for instance, they'll say, or I can't make phone calls at 8 o'clock because I have an appointment at 10.30. So in order for me to, to get ready for my 10.30 appointment, I need to not make phone calls at 8, and that's called call avoidance. You know, and this call reluctance and call avoidance happens because uh, salespeople elevate the small business owner status above the salesperson status. And it's a psychologically debilitating to feel someone else is better because he or she has a law, dental, medical, accounting degree, or certification. But excuse my French, all that stuff about people being better than another person is all bullshit. It's bullshit to have an inferiority complex about someone's title or status in our society. So after the experience with the CPA... I had similar revelations with dentists, home builders, attorneys, and real estate brokers, all with the same outcomes. People are people, and most small business owners have client generation challenges. Now, the Mr. Fix-It reputation I had was earned in corporate America, working first as an operations supervisor, then a sales director, and then eventually sales vice president. You see, my brain works to find origins to problems 
and making the repairs so everyone will understand the problems so it can improve productivity and performance. Whenever there was a major operational challenge at the Fortune 500 company where I was employed, I was always assigned as the project manager. These assignments allowed me to see how every department was managed. I became a corporate insider and received bonuses, stock options, and access to sensitive information about hirings, firings, and uh, mergers and acquisitions. So about three to four years working in operations, there was a sales account executive opening in the sales department. And I was part of a team in operations where I did 20-minute overviews for large companies considering using my employer as their health insurance provider. So I got a glimpse into corporate sales activities, but I never saw how the sales department made first contact with employer prospects. These employer prospects had employee populations of 5,000, 15,000, and sometimes as high as 50,000. The employers were some of the largest employers in California. Instead of completing the HR paperwork, so when I had interest in this account executive job, so instead of completing the HR paperwork to make a formal application to the account executive position, I called the vice president of sales to ask more about the account executive position. Michelle, and she was the VP, she was so impressed that I picked up the phone to call her. She invited me to have lunch the same day for a on-the-spot interview. I was hired 30 days later and was enrolled in a $12,000 executive sales program at Miller Hyman. Now the company is called Corn Ferry. From this eight-day, 10 hours per day training, I saw how multi-million dollar sales transactions were done. And surprisingly, listeners, the selling training had very little to do with the company's product or service. So now let's talk about the how of 321BizDev. The how conversation is about understanding processes. Coming out of my personal storm with my family's health issues, my son's transitioning to college, my own self-inflicted challenges, I finally decided to research the details about selling. My first research area was to learn how consumers viewed salespeople. Consumers have a very low opinion of salespeople as I studied behavioral psychologists who studied consumers. Psychologists report uh, from the early 1960s to 2012, and that was the research period that I uh, studied. They report that consumers actually prefer personal interactions with salespeople instead of today's digital contact. More importantly, as the price of the product or service increases, consumers demand even more personal interaction. So one of the biggest reveals from reading psychologist papers I discovered was 72% of consumers surveyed said salespeople talk too much during appointments. About 95% of sales organizations train representatives 
to persuade or convince consumers to buy through talking about benefits and features. Psychologists also report that only 7% of consumers will make buy decisions with very little to no great salesmanship. Translated, most salespeople lose customers' business by trying to persuade and convince consumers to buy. Without the psychologist research information I just provided, sales organizations incorrectly believe representatives who fail to close need more product or service training. So as I move to 321BizDev contacting white-collar small business owners to offer sales system training or business development services, I'm going to summarize about everything I have discussed so far. Knowing that the majority of white-collar small business owners do not want to contact prospects, knowing the price to receive formal training is at least right now $25,000, and knowing that it takes and knowing it takes a good 1,000 to 1600 hours for people to move successfully through the sales learning curve to become proficient, I started 321BizDev to offer sales system training and serve as a virtual business development specialist. Now, some white-collar business owners are surprised that I can pick up the phone to call them. After a few minutes on the phone to set up a consultative interview, these business owners quickly discover they are speaking with an experienced person who may be able to help them connect with more potential clients. I will say that most of the time that white-collar small business owners have to make that final decision if they are satisfied with their current client growth or if they want to increase the client growth rate. 321BizDev looks at client growth as several steps to achieve an end goal. We know that we have very little to no knowledge and zero expertise in law, accounting, dentistry, and medicine. But the steps to find potential clients have very little to do with law, accounting, dentistry, and medicine. The intersection between white-collar small business owners and 321BizDev is we both want the same thing. White-collar small business owners want clients who need their services. 321BizDev wants white-collar small business owners who need more clients. 321BizDev's goal is to find mutual agreement with white-collar small business owners. If business owners want staff training, 321BizDev can provide both sales systems and business development training. If business owners just want 321BizDev business development services, this is an option too if business owners enroll in the sales system training. It's very important that if companies hire 321BizDev for business development services, they must know what we're doing so that 321BizDev can successfully hand the baton to business owners after we uh, make contact and prospect and set appointments for the white-collar small business owner. The year 2022 will be interesting as business owners navigate and adapt to changing business climates in America. 
I hope this episode provided a glimpse uh, to how 321BizDev started and the passion we have for our services. So in closing, I could have provided more information about 321BizDev and how we got started, but I at least wanted to give white-collar small business owners a high-level overview. Today is December 31st, 2021. I want to wish everyone a happy new year for 2022. Take care and see you next year. My name is Clarence Rick Napier of 321BizDev, located in California, and our telephone number is 415-465-1700. And our website is 321BizDev.com. Happy New Year!